0: to
1: the NFL what's up party people in the house we're back on Dynasty War Games I'm Jesse Schneeman. I'm your host tonight with my co-host, Chad Mendoza. How you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. How are you doing? I'm awesome, man. I mean, this is this is the greatest thing I get to do all week outside of, you know, like like I was saying, it's the most fun I can have with my clothes on.
2: So. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah.
1: So, uh, tonight we are going to talk trades, uh, Dynasty trades, and we're also going to talk Dynasty, uh, well, we're going to talk rookie trades, what we're doing in our rookie drafts as far as trades go, because... I know that that's sort of a sensitive subject this year. Everybody's down on this class. So Chad and I want to share some things that we've seen and some things that we've done. And, uh, you know, give you a, a little encouragement, let you know that that there are trades out there. You just got to work it. You know, um, if you're not hustling, then you're not winning, basically. So we're here to help you with that hustle, show you what's out there, show, show you what, what values you can find. And also, we're going to give you a little insight to some of the... Rookie auctions that we've done. Chad and I are currently in a rookie auction where we both had big budgets. Um, we've gone up against each other head to head on a couple <laughs> players, not too many. Um, and then I'm in another auction where I really didn't have much draft uh, capital. I didn't have much to spend, so I'll go over my strategy there as well.
0: So, yeah, I don't, I don't know about you, man, but anytime uh, any of the big spenders. We're kind of like bidding a player up. I was like, all right, I'm out. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'll avoid the fight uh, and, and live to fight another day. Uh, save my budget for another player. Like, because there's just so many, there's so many um, guys that just, there's not that much in between them for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm willing to take a loss on, on a, you know, um, Jamison Williams and, and go get another guy, you know.
1: There's not enough difference between the top 15 players in this draft to me. To really like go all in, right? So this is uh, this is Patreon Eleven that we're doing for Dynasty Warzone Patreon leagues. Um, this is the first auction that I've ever done. Chad, I know Chad, you're a little more experienced. Um, it's also it was also the first auction that I think Mike has ever done, right? Or maybe he had done one other. Um,
0: I think this was I think this was his first one.
1: Yeah, it was his first one. Yeah, so it was tough, man. My startup went really poorly. Um, uh, you know, I just overpaid on a bunch of players, and then Cam Akers went down in the preseason, and I was thin. Yeah, um, yeah. so I just couldn't handle that. I mean, everybody looked at my team, and they're like, "Well, if all your starters stay healthy, you'll be all right." And obviously, that that didn't even I didn't even make it through camp. So, I mean, that that never happens. So, I, I just I pulled the trigger on the rebuild. Um, my strategy going in was get Mahomes at all costs and then figure it out because I'd never been in a, in a, in a in an auction before. So that's just kind of what I did. I just wanted to get the, who I thought at the time was the best player. So I'm left now with Mahomes. Holy shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Up, Captain Mike Casper with the surprise appearance. So pops Mike into the not, stream out of nowhere. Yeah. Mike, yeah. He's yeah. not supposed yeah. to join us tonight. He's, I thought you were on baby duty.
0: No, I'm on Uber duty, man.
1: Ah, okay.
2: Right on. You know,
3: you, you know I'm, I'm trying to buy this house here and, uh, you know, uh, interest rates have gone up about 2% in the last month and a half. So uh, mm. it's made life very stressful for a new new build house owner that started gotcha. building today.
1: <laughs> oh, really? So, uh, so you're not locked in already?
3: No. No, you, oh. you, know, you He's can just... lock in and... Until like everything was agreed and stuff, as far as what we were adding to it and stuff. So,
1: mm.
3: yeah, gotcha. That's, that's all right, well,
1: hustle, hustle, but, son. Anyway, yeah,
3: it's the last it's the last weekend, kids. That kids are here. Everyone's graduating this weekend. So, all right, yeah, got to do it. Just in between rides at the moment. Yeah, right on. That's awesome. Cool. That's Thanks awesome. For yeah, Mike us. works
0: at uh Texas A and M for for those of you that don't know, and you know, exciting well, my, time
1: over there. Well, you actually work for the United States Army, correct? Yeah, so but, I work,
3: at, but I work at A&M. A&M. Yeah, t- uh, today was commissioning too, so I got to commission a lot of my uh, cadets today, which was...
1: Oh, so they all become officers, like yeah, actual so officers in the Army today?
3: Yeah, they're all second... Well, I mean, some of them, but yeah, second lieutenants today.
1: Wow. Crazy. Great job. Crazy. That's like, those are your those are your kids. You have like a hundred kids now.
3: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool. It, it was fun. It was, it was an honor, so...
1: Right on. Yeah, so so yeah. what we were talking about was uh Patreon 11, the auction, right? So mm. I just, I went through my um, strategy real quick in the startup, which was awful, and that's why I'm in a full rebuild, and I had so much to spend in the rookie draft. So do you want to like real quick while you have a, a moment tell us what was your strategy and where are you now, and what was your strategy in the rookie draft?
2: In uh,
1: P11, yeah, the auction. He's not there anymore. I'm not right? there
3: anymore, man. I gave that to Austin.
1: Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even realize that. I yeah, when he first okay. joined,
3: he really wanted in a Patreon league. And I was like, hey, do you want this one, man? So uh, he took it after the season.
1: Oh, okay. So, so I don't know
3: what Austin did, but I'm sure he did I guess I didn't
1: realize. All right, so what was your strategy with the startup and where did you leave the team when you handed it over?
3: The, the startup went really – I felt like I got a lot of good value players, but I also had a lot of older pieces. So I had mm-hmm. like the Brady's, the Derrick Henry's from what I remember – Russia had like Naji um had a pretty stacked roster from what i remember and
0: yeah it was it was a pretty i would say probably the favorite uh, after the auction draft but it was also one of those that you know was pretty beat uh, up i guess you know startup heavy i mean startup heavy uh starting lineup heavy yeah you know, the, the the depth wasn't really there if i remember right yeah um but yeah i think i lo- i think i lost in the semis but yeah,
3: the, the way the board kind of fell when the startup happened was just older players and things like that. And I was like, well, I'll take some old, some young, and because I know I waited a long time to get get some players. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what Austin's done with it now, but I'm not sure if he went youth or or, or what he did. Hmm.
1: Uh, he uh, has zero picks. Or I'm sorry, he has zero auction dollars. I'm sorry, he has four auction dollars. That makes so. sense yeah um and i, mean,
3: I think I I definitely, that to go all yeah, in. i
0: think he legitimately but, has zero but i think the system won't let you put zero in yeah so then right. he just got four you know yeah yeah
1: actually i do remember a message from neil letting him know that you can't actually spend that money so yeah. he has not he hasn't i don't think he's even checked in so the auction's going very interesting to me it's it's just all over the place really um uh, yeah Chad and I are by far dominating this this draft, which we should. We've got we we both. He had the most to spend, and I had the second most to spend, followed by young Youngbuns, right? And then we also have. You'll you'll find this interesting and hilarious. Possibly Casper, you remember Jay Sut during the startup? Yeah, no QBs, and he just wouldn't spend his money.
3: Uh huh. <laughs> Same thing well, in the rookie draft.
1: Well, he still has seven hundred and thirty-five dollars to spend and no players. He's like, the most out of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Chad and- Chad had two grand, I had seventeen hundred, and we're both down to like three something. Right? And this wow. guy hasn't spent a penny. It's just I mean <laughs> I How don't know. How
0: many players have you done?
1: A lot. We're I would say we're somewhere in the late second round. Middle second round, maybe. That's wild. Yeah,
0: I think mid second is I think probably around like maybe two six, two seven. That's wild.
1: Yeah, I I don't get it. I mean, and it's not like he's He's checked out. Like he, he comes in. He looks at where the player is, and he hits and pass. Passes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't want him. Yeah. Maybe I, he's just
0: gonna grab all of the ones from the mid second on. You know, he,
1: maybe yeah. maybe we kept saying that during the startup though. Maybe he's gonna but do like this. But like all he the just never he's did. What's that? Or like
3: Ritter and Willis and.
1: Yeah, Ritter Willis. I just got Ritter, Willis. and he and and Jesse I, yes. just got Willis. Yeah, Chad got Ritter, I got Willis. Those were both bargains that I half, by the way. Man. So let's go through some of the picks. Um One in, like, the 101 and 102 were Brees Holland and Walker, right? So <laughs> uh-huh. Chad and I both bid on those guys. Um, But the guy with the third most money really wanted those two players, and he messaged me privately, by the way. This is Young Buns. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> I always love that name. But, uh. He messaged me privately and uh, told me, like, I don't like this class, so I'm just going after the two running backs. I'll spend whatever it takes. After it happened. And he, like, huh. I was going to spend whatever it t- took. So he spent 650 on Breeze Hall and 600 on Kenneth Walker. Yeah, and just and, for and
0: just perspective, yeah, like, the 101 is, is worth 500 right?
1: Right. And then oh, it goes wow. down, right, progressively from there. Interesting. Yeah. So he spent his whole budget on those two guys. Hey, right on. It's it's like trading up.
0: Yeah. 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 And and, yeah. and I was uh I was bidding pretty heavily on Brees Hall. I really wanted Brees Hall. And, and I was uh, bidding
1: heavily on Walker actually.
0: Yeah. So we, we were at six hundred and <clears throat> excuse me, we had going like back and forth for like, you know, ten dollars here and there. Just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, I remember I was shopping with my wife, and I was like, uh, "I don't really have time to be doing this." She's kind of shooting me uh, evil looks. So, uh, so I was like, "Look," I, I messaged him, and I was like, "Look, man, it's going to take 650 for me to stop bidding. If you bid 650, I'll quit bidding." And uh, so he bid 650, and I right passed on. it on.
1: Wow! Then, I guess that's a way to get it done. There you go. Interesting. Right. <laughs> So he had 101 and 102, and then Chad and I have pretty much dominated the rest of the draft. Um, there isn't a high first or, or like really even a solid first. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Garrett Wilson then, right after that, came in and just bid Jamison Williams at 493. Right, I think he was Oh, yeah, that's right. He was drunk, <laughs> and he just hit his whole budget. And he's like, ah, I'm in. I don't want this guy. And he hit four ninety it went from it went from two dollars to four ninety-three. And everybody oh else is just like, we're just out. <laughs> I There's mean, obviously that's a I'm guy out. I wanted. Yeah, up. I was like, I was getting ready to bid
0: on him and I was like, All right, what am I gonna spend on Jameson Williams? <laughs> and I just see this monster bid come in and I'm like, Well, you know, that ended early. <laughs> that's
3: the way to get right, it done so- rather than Two dollars here, they go offline. Another guy bids two dollars, he goes offline. And, you know,
1: hey, if you just throw your whole budget at one player, right? You get that player, you can just go back to the party. You're gonna get him and just have a yeah. good time for the rest yeah, of the right. night. That's funny. That's
2: awesome.
1: Yeah. So, um, I guess next up, I spent four. I guess five. let's
0: let's uh, let's go with let's go through the yeah. So next up, I think was uh, was London. yeah, that was Jameson Williams was third, and then it was uh, London after that. Yep.
1: Yeah, so London Ooh. would have been the fourth highest. Chad Chad took it 450. You feel good about that, Chad? Uh, I feel great about that. I mean, considering, you know,
0: Brees going 650, uh, Walker going 600, and then Jameson going 493, uh, you know, $43
1: higher. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was at this point where I started to get a little nervous, right? Because I still have 1,700 and four players are off the board. We only have eight. We we only have eight more, you know, quote unquote first rounders. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. But I don't even consider all of those first rounders. So, like, the end of the first round is a little rough. So, uh, I came in and got Garrett Wilson at four forty-five. Right after that, and felt real good about that. So I'm, you know, I would I've taken Garrett Wilson at the one hundred and three. I don't love it, but um, like compared to other years, but this year it's great. I was, I was psyched just to get a player at that point. Because at this point, players are going at crazy numbers. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you think in the back of your head, well, it'll have residual effects later. Okay, but this isn't a startup. There's only, and I, I even sent Chad a, a DM and was like, man, there's only so many players left. What are we going to do? You know? But we came around. Um, after that, I guess Alave and Watson both at four hundred. So why don't you talk about Alave, Chad?
0: Yeah, I mean, I he was one that I was really wanting to wanting to grab. I I have a decent amount of Alave, um, but I was kind of feeling that same pressure that you were feeling a little bit, where I was like, you know, there's that there's not that many guys left. I have a ton of money in this class. Right. I need to start buying players. So uh, Alave at four hundred, I thought was a was, was a decent, you know, bargain. Uh, again, you know, you have to compare it to what other people are spending on players. And, and I saw, um, you know, Garrett Wilson going for four forty five to you, and I saw uh, Jamison Williams going at four ninety three. And um, I'm I'm happy with that with that difference for for Olave, especially with the with the amount of cash that I came in with. So,
1: right. So actually, I'm sorry, I got two players at that same. At that, at that same. So next I got Burks. Right, so this is my first share of Traylon Burks and again I'm feeling this pressure so I spent 400 on Burks and I actually feel good about it. I looked it up, that's somewhere around the 105 in this draft you know, yeah, as, as far as what we were allocated. So that's fine. Uh, I I needed a one, at least one Burks share across my 18 leagues, I believe. Just you know, in case I'm wrong. Uh, obviously, Chad and I have been pretty vocal about not being big believers in Traylon Burks. Is there's a chance he's obviously got a chance? He's a first round pick for a reason. I think but. his
2: floor.
0: I think his floor is reasonably high. I just, I just don't really the seal. Yeah, I think the floor is reason. Mm. And and okay, let me caveat that. I think the floor is reasonably high, if if they uh, predicate, you know what they're doing on offense for him. Like if they give him a designated role in this offense and, and feed him the football,
1: he has, yeah, a which I think it. they, I think they will, but yeah. Well, I don't know. Like if he's not ready week one, then he's not ready. You know, there's. I, I, Survives I the first
3: day of
0: practice.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brady already had to go I mean, right? he he had had to the locker room for conditioning.
0: That's yeah, that's it that's an overreaction. But but do you really you know, think
1: Vrabel is the type of coach to throw out a ride receiver that's not ready just because he dra- he got drafted high? I don't, I, I think
0: he'll be ready. I think he'll be ready. I think he's I think he's he's comfortable with with what he's been asked to do. I think if you're selecting Burks at high like they were and then trading away AJ Brown, they looked at what he what he does well and they're going to want to play towards that. You know, they they're going to want to use him the way he should be used. And so that gives me hope that his floor is going to be, you know, fairly high. It's I, I just think that the ceiling is not as high as a lot of other players in this class, just hmm. based off of that offense. I, I don't think that he has a high ceiling in that offense.
1: What, what scares uh, me about that offense <laughs> is it's so good because of Derek Henry. And he's only got a couple years left at best. Right. We don't even know for sure that he has another dominant season or even just healthy season left, right? So as soon as he's out of that offense, I don't care. If you put in a Hassan Haskins, play action is not going to work the same way, right? And that's – I think uh, it, it's well known that their their offense is built on Derrick Henry crushing people and then play action to a monster behind that, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So if, if Derrick Henry's not there, it just won't be the same
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, and I'll and I'll just add like you know everybody saw this offense and, and thought that it was it was holding back back AJ Brown right, and you could make a case that AJ Brown is the best as far as talent goes wide receiver in the NFL. Right.
1: Nobody's like, as strong sh- after the catches him or at the catch point. You know, like nobody I mean, has that strength. He's like Reggie White as a wide receiver. Yeah, you can you can make that argument, right? So yeah. I
0: just see that offense as something that was holding him back. Um, And now you insert Traylon Burks and you're saying, okay, well, A.J. Brown couldn't do it in this offense. Maybe Traylon Burks can. If Traylon Burks ends up the wide receiver 11, 12, 13, like A.J. Brown was was doing pretty consistently uh, over the, you know, chunks of games when he was healthy and everything. Yeah. um, Then I think that's a success for him. But I just don't see anything more than that.
1: Agreed. Yeah. And I just – and um, I'm
0: talking long term. I'm not talking about this season, right? This season that would be absolutely unbelievable if he was able to do that this season.
1: Yeah, and I'm in a rebuild, obviously, like I've said in this league. So I I'm gonna just hope he gets a spike at some point. You know, shows out for a couple games, and now I'm training him.
2: Because, and I think he will
0: because he's a flashy player. So yeah, I mean, I yeah, absolutely.
1: That's that's my, my hope with him. Will. Right, and then I went Christian Watson, um, and I I, I absolutely overpaid at 400. I just wasn't losing him. You know, at this point, I needed a third player. um, And I just wasn't, there there weren't enough first round players left. Alave had already gone. um, Actually, Pickett had already gone too, but just for less money. Um, So, like, I just, again, feeling the pressure and took Watson. Little foreshadowing, though, it will pay off later. Um, So. Before we go on to the next players, Chad, can we talk about your strategy in the startup and what you're doing with your team now? Because I'm not, I, I can't exactly look at your team and and um, figure out exactly what's going on in your mind.
0: Yeah, so my team was interesting. Um, in the startup, I went ahead and waited. I usually, in auction drafts, I've typically had more success with, buying early when people are really trying to figure things out Um, and everybody doesn't, especially with people who are inexperienced in auction drafts, they tend to be more, uh, um, you know, conservative early on. And then as things get later and they start seeing a pattern, then they start spending. Right. Mm -hmm. So typically your deals come really early, right? The first few players, those guys you can get a deal on. But in this draft, it was really the opposite. I think people spent really heavily, I think because everybody was really comfortable with each other um, everybody was chatting up and getting excited about everything so people started spending so I waited um, and I was able to just pick up whatever players I could get at a decent value and and I got some guys that I thought you know put my roster in a um, it gave it a chance to be a, a decent playoff roster but maybe just not a top top end roster
1: um, I remember you had a ton of depth
0: <clears throat> yeah yeah a ton of depth a ton a ton of young players. Um, and I guess what I was, what I wanted to do was take those young players that panned out, um, because they weren't like high end, high draft capital players. There was just a lot of those second round mid to late second round players that panned out. And so I just traded all of those guys away, basically.
2: Um, Who some and of the that's guys how I traded up. Cause
1: you had, a, you, cause you have a pretty decent roster like a good roster a lot of good players on your roster but you also had a ton of draft capital this year
2: so well, yeah the, the most draft capital got? um right
1: by a decent amount actually yeah so, so you know I, um, like you had 2000 which is a- equivalent to four 101s
0: <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um so yeah so i just i traded around uh, away guys like amon rock guys like um oh man you're putting me on the spot i can't remember who else it was i <laughs> do remember all right. being That's a lot right. of guys like that um did you was guys, a quarterback
1: any oh you did trade away a quarterback no I think I traded was. away Jameis um and Mac Jones and Mac Jones that's you right remember that Mac Jones deal that we made on air I think it was Mac Jones for Debo it was Mac Jones for Debo in a second
0: in a I second. second that's, right.
1: that's I, right I gave you my second for that uh I mean I <clears throat> I remember you cursing me afterwards it was like it was like two days later you're like whoa we made that trade on air What the hell, man? I wouldn't do that now. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it was one of those things. It was like right before people were paying a ton for Mac
1: Jones. Um, And I think it's pretty, I still think it's pretty fair.
0: Yeah, it is fair. It is fair. And Mac Jones market has recessed a little bit. I was just, you know, a little pissed in the moment because I could temporarily get more, Mm. you know? So, (laughs) of course, the, the, uh, um, the, the, trader in me was like oh man i should have waited a few days and i you know the perception had just gone like way up on mac jones right after i think it was like a he had played in prime time or did something where he played really well
1: i sort of Uh, tricked you into that trade in a way (laughs) because i was like because we were just talking about values and i was like well you know don't you think debo is worth mac jones and you're like no 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 mac jones he's a quarterback you know, and you you went on this rant about how he's worth more. And I was like, okay, well, how much more? And you're like, a second. Debo in a second. I was like, all right, cool. Let's pull the trigger. And you're like, what? I was like, you just told me that's what it's worth. And you're like, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was
0: fair. I think it was fair. It I was, was able fair. to get Derek Carr yeah. in, um, yeah. in another trade, uh, which helped out too. So, you know, I, just need I, I, just, need a, I mean, I my roster's pretty good.
1: I need another quarterback. Um, I, I just – you know, I, I need, that's the first thing I do. Casper's gone, but that's the first thing I do is build through quarterback. If I can, I'm not going to force it, but if yeah. I see an opportunity, that's what I'm going to do. I only had Mahomes at that point because I traded Aaron, Aaron Rogers to Casper to actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. It was oh, like before the season even started, I think. Yeah. Uh, So I got a deal on Aaron Rodgers in the startup because that's when people didn't know what he was going to do.
0: Yeah. When he was he was still deciding. (laughs) Right. right, right. Um, Yeah.
1: So I guess with
0: the team, I was really just trying to, you know, find the values in the draft. And then once I was out of the draft, sell all the guys that I got good values on Mm -hmm. um, that I didn't necessarily really believe in long term or maybe just on a percentage basis. Right on. Didn't yep. think it was very likely for them to keep that up, so that keep that value up. So got that's rid of great. those guys, got all that value in the draft, and now trying to get more, you know, elite players. And, and I guess, um, you know, maybe shouldn't say this on air, but just do more of the same, you know, sell off the guys that uh, going yeah. into the season, maybe spike a little bit, and I don't think they can keep it up long-term.
2: You
1: should say that, on it because that's what yeah. we're here for. So, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, as as doing what we do, that's, the, that's a sacrifice that we have to make people are going to hear our strategies and they might have a little advantage in some of the leagues that we're in. Cause they have an idea of what we're trying to do, but it doesn't stop us from being able to do what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Like, just cause you know why I'm doing something or why I'm sending you an offer doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't you. mean it doesn't mean it's going to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and that's what we're here for. We're, we're, we're here to educate people. Like I feel as though, I'm going to impose my will on leagues because <laughs> I have specific ideas and ways that I want to build my teams and I'm going to do it through building value at this point, right? I'm going to make trades where I, I, I'm getting a player. It, it may be a fair trade now, but I feel like that player is going to build value and the, And when he gets there, I'm going to trade him off. Did that a bunch of times. I'm just, just biding my time for the season to start. And I probably have, I probably have five players on my list minimum that I'm just going to trade off as soon as they start to show out. Michael Thomas, Juju, Cortland I might, nah, probably trade trade Cortland Sutton, Um, Derek Henry. uh, Yeah, you you know, there's just these guys that will once once the season starts and you remember, oh, that's Michael Thomas. I remember Michael Thomas. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him what he wants for that guy. I need that guy. You know what I mean? Like right now you're not getting what you want from Michael Thomas. You might as well not even send an offer. I, and I haven't. I haven't sent a single offer with, with Michael Thomas involved because <laughs> why would I? He's he's a guy that hasn't played in a year and a half or whatever it is. Yep. So, but, but I mean he's only let me, what, let me ask you twenty-eight. So Yeah,
0: let I, me let me ask you a question that just that, that pertains to this draft a little bit. So um is there a player that you missed out on that you were just kind of you know, thinking maybe wouldn't go as high, and, and you were a little bit surprised, but you really, really wanted them. Other than let's call, let's like cut out the Brees halls and Kenneth Walkers and. and
1: those um, well, yeah, those yeah, because those would be would be the big two. Um, I'm looking through it now. I have well, yeah, Jameson. The crazy thing with Jameson, but that's sort of a yeah. fluke, so we can't really learn anything from that. Um, James Cook went at 305. Um, eh, that's probably what what he's worth. Not really, to be honest. I think the rest of these guys went about what they should go for.
2: Um, yeah, I, oh, for yeah. Me,
1: actually, David no, I'm sorry. Pickett, Pickett and David Bell. Um, not Pickett. Yeah, Pickett David Bell his... was the
0: one for me. Yeah, David Bell was the one for me.
1: David Bell at 224? Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's a, lot. a lot.
0: I mean, compared to his ADP, that's, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, um, it is. And, but, Which, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be
0: surprised if that worked out at 224. It's just, you know, for what people have been paying for thus far. Okay,
1: sure, sure. I mean, this all, all drafts are a crapshoot. And all you want is bullets, as many bullets as you can have. That's my strategy anyway. You know, um, make it sloppy wet. <laughs> wet it down with as many bullets as you can. And, um, you know... It, it, with more chances, the more hits, right? You're going to have failures. So the more chances, the more failures as well. But um, the reason Neil did that, though, is because he was doing that with every player. He was just throwing out, like, two something on every player. Just yeah, I, I cause, think – Because that's around what he had. And I felt like he's he was just like, dude, I'm getting one guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that And that's, that's
0: what I was going to say as well, is, like, you look at all of those – end of the first round guys, like very beginning of the second round guys, and they're going for around 300, right, which is slightly more than he had. So right. he's thinking, okay, I'm just going to go and get the guy that I want, right? And I'm, I'm just going to throw out what's, what it's going to take to get him um, and get him. And, I mean, you got to do that because he wasn't getting this guy more or
1: um, – No, obviously Watson went for 400, and he's, you know, the ninth, tenth pick in average ADP probably. Right yeah. Now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh then you got I thought you got a great deal on Pickett at three eighty three and then a, a really good deal on well, a good deal on Sky Moore at three ten.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, considering what guys were going for. Um, but then things got weird, right? Pickens I, I was bidding on Pickens and then he went up over 250 and went for 289 and I just he's not worth that to me yeah, he just has so many red flags that it's too much of it was just too much of a chance I, I noticed that you didn't go that high on him either what do you
2: think
0: no I'm, I'm not really big on the landing spot for Pickens I like him as a player a lot but uh, yeah I'm just I'm, I'm not buying that at 289 I'd rather have you know Sky Moore for 20 more odd dollars
2: you know
1: I like him as a player, too. There's a mm-hmm. lot of narratives twirling around that guy. It's hard to know what to believe with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, then there were some super deals, right? Explain to me what happened with Desmond Ritter. So, yeah. So, Desmond Ritter was a guy I wanted, right? Like,
0: I'm going to get Desmond Ritter was, was in my mind. I was willing to go up to, you know, 110 on him, um, thinking that that was going to take – I mean, that's what it was going to take to get him – uh, but you know, everybody just stopped bidding at 65 and I was like, okay, he's going to go at 65 maybe. And I remember, uh, I think it was like late at night, right? Like I,
1: yeah, it was, I woke up and it was done.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. I woke up and it, it was done and I was like, so I got him at 65. Okay. Which was a little bit of a, uh, of a surprise to me because the same thing happened with James Cook where I went to sleep and I had a, every intention of trying to get James cook and I went to sleep and he, when I woke up, he was bought at three Oh five. So,
1: um, yeah, I guess hmm. it
0: just worked out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right on. One thing I don't like. Wow. All right. So speaking of this auction, I'm going to, um, it's, it's starting to heat up on McBride right now. What What's the highest you would go on him
0: on McBride?
1: Yeah. Remaining budget for me is three sixty-four. I've already got five players. You like McBride a lot. I do. I don't so, I think there's uh, I think there's like a one percent chance he he loses value in a year. Yeah. I, I think that so, the only only thing he can do is gain value.
0: It's it's tough with him because you look at guys like Pickens, right? Who, you know, is at nearly $300. You look at guys like, you know, who, who else is there? And then you look at guys like Mechie who went for $52. We haven't gotten him yet, but went for $52.
1: Steal so, the draft. I don't understand yeah. how that happened. You must've been asleep taking a nap. Oh, you're, you're, you're out working. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> cause I, cause I know you love him.
0: Yeah. I like Mechie a lot. Um, but there's, there's another guy I'll, I'll, I'll try to get into um, when he comes up, but. Uh, not on the podcast, but when he comes up in the auction draft, I'll try to. Count. Okay, okay. Um, but anyways, John Mechie, you know, going for fifty two dollars. I that maybe that's an outlier, so you don't really pay much attention to that. But now Trey McBride's at one hundred and seventy. You got, you haven't been up to one hundred and seventy uh, going against, yeah. Joseph Fry Yeah, I mean,
1: we just went from eighty to one hundred and seventy in the le- while we were talking about him. By the way, yeah. and... I'm on it. I guess it just <laughs> depends. I mean Jahan Dodson I got for 160, so which is nuts to me because he's in the same tier as Pickens for me anyway. I know you like him better than Pickens. Yeah, I do. But poof. Man, that's that, that was a great deal too. I I don't understand. I guess some of the people that wanted to spend their money spent it you know, and the rest of these guys, I don't understand why they're being so conservative because there aren't, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to get into middle. Joseph Fry is round. not
0: being conservative here. He just, bought well, no.
1: $200. Yeah, you're right. Um, He's all right. So what's your, uh, what's your limit on big bride
0: My, I mean, my limit was, you know, $50 ago, but your limit is different. I mean, you like the play, you like the player more. So I know I, I would say, okay, we like the player about the same. I just yeah. like the other tight ends better than you do. I think is the case. Okay, so, fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to concede and go after a different tight end rather than spend a ton on on McBride. But if you like McBride a lot better than the other tight ends, and you got to go and get him, you know we've seen the Pat Fryer moves of the world and
1: yeah, um, those guys. I, mean, I love. I love that crazy. Yeah, I got a bunch of Pat last year because late second round was criminal. Yeah, when you consider some of the players that went above him. Although, we got got duped. We got duped on Trey Sermon. Or at least I did. Did you? Yeah, I did too. I did too.
0: Well, I mean, I wouldn't say duped, right? Like, I didn't really like Trey Sermon as a player, but you've got to take a shot at him, right?
1: Yeah. What got me was, I liked Trey Sermon as a system fit, and then he went to the system that I thought he fit, and they traded up for him. And it just screamed, this is our guy. And they just didn't use him. I don't get it. And now they yeah. drafted another guy. So annoying. Are you, I mean, are you, you're,
0: you're um, going to take, take losses
1: on these guys, right? Like you just got to yeah. take shots on them.
0: And sure. Second round for sure. Shots on.
1: Yeah. So, um, how you, how do you feel about Elijah Mitchell this year?
0: I, I was, I've sold every Elijah Mitchell share I had in season.
1: Um, I have, I only have two. Um, I won a championship with him though so yeah it it was a big part of that so that's why that team i knew had a chance that's why and i picked them up off of waivers so i didn't want to i just wanted to use them but that's
0: all the more reason to to trade them you know yeah and as it came out of
1: my mouth i thought that too you're right (laughs) you're 100 percent right pick them up if you get them for nothing then everything you get is profit
0: yeah exactly Exactly, I it's it's the same thing with Michael Carter in season. I'm just like, man, these guys with you know fourth, fifth round draft capital, I'm getting rid of them as soon as I can get you know first plus for them. They're gone. They're gone. I got,
1: I got, yeah, I couldn't get anything from, from I couldn't get what I wanted for Michael Carter. Like I couldn't get a high second for him, which is where I took him for some reason last year in the one league that I had him. The other league, yeah. I the other league I acquired him um, as a throw in the guy just basically had like threw him in as if he was throwing in a third or fourth round pick. So I just got him. And in that league, serendipitously, you like that, don't you? <laughs>
0: Loved it. Word of,
1: word of the day. <laughs> but serendipitously, I have Brees. I have the one hundred and one in that league. So I'll have Brees Hall and, and Michael Carter. I got as a throw in. So this feels good, you know, to have that, to have a backfield lockdown, a young backfield. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, otherwise, yeah, you're you're 100% right. I mean, Michael Carter's the exact kind of back that as soon as he starts to do anything, because he's undersized, you know he's never going to be a lead back because he can't. He just can't handle it. Nobody does at that size. And he had fourth-round draft capital. So obviously, yeah. that's yeah, they're using him now because he's the guy they have. You know, love the one you're with. That's, as soon, you know, as, soon as
0: he put. As soon as he put up that thirty point game against Minnesota, like there was so
1: many people just taking victory right.
0: laps on, on, you know, Twitter and that whole cesspool and then um I
1: know, had no takers. T- t- I I absolutely tried to
0: Oh I gosh, t- I sold him everywhere and I was and it was relatively easy. I mean it was I only had well, well, I only had
1: him in that one league. Everywhere yeah. else I took Trey Sermon. I took him in one league that was my in case I'm wrong on Trey Sermon. Yeah, but I so, don't. I don't mind, yeah, I don't mind having him because I still think that um, I still think that he's going to carve out a little sort of Kareem Huntish kind of role for himself, eckler You know, when, I, when I mind. I mind
0: every every if he carves out a Kareem Hunt role. Um, that's know, a ceiling. It's not, yeah, that, I mean that's an absolute best case scenario. But like, man, I, I am gonna I am gonna hate it if another running back goes in that offense is getting a decent amount of snaps because what you were able to get for him, um, you know, the middle of last season, yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's a ceiling. Like I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, think he's oh, going to sure. ever for get sure. any higher than that. For sure. I, I mean, yeah. it's, it, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. I mean, I'm playing dynasty for a long time and there's, there's just not very many running backs who have overcome that draft capital, even when they're productive. Right. Like even going back to like Philip Lindsay and those kind of guys, like, it just, yeah. it just doesn't happen very
1: often. Lindsay, yeah. I, Lindsay would have. I didn't play Dynasty when Lindsay was a thing. But I I absolutely sold him in redraft. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? I picked him off of waivers. And then, you know, I don't know. I sold him for, like, uh, a tight end, I think. A good yeah, tight end. Get what you can while you can, man. Yeah, exactly. So, Steve Gambino in <laughs> chat. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That there's somebody out there as old as me and gets my references. Love the one you're with. <laughs> yeah. Steven Stills, right? Um, of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, fame. All right. So at least you know who Crosby, Stills, and Nash are, right, Chad? Sure. Seriously? Man. <laughs> All right. I mean, Neil Young was with them for a while as well. I mean, you know who Neil Young is. I know correct? Neil Young, yeah. Okay. Do you know who Bob Dylan is or the of Beatles? Course, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, uh do yourself a favor. Go out and buy uh or <laughs> go buy a record album of <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just uh, you know, go on to Spotify and uh Listen to I was about uh, to say I'll, I'll I'll go to
0: the back room and plug in my time machine and you know <laughs> Listen
1: to Crosby Make a trip that. <laughs> <Great> <laughs> trust me um if you like classic rock you'll love it So, uh, anyway,
0: so Mike Kenny, Mike Kinney, uh just wanted to touch on this cuz this comment was from like you know 15 minutes ago or so but uh Mike Kinney says that a trade today in his league Michael Thomas and the 108 for a 23 first
1: that's jumping the uh, gun yeah. it's jumping the gun, man. No. And especially 108s in the zone where, you know, you get you get Pickett, Olave, yeah. Burks, um, in some cases, Jamison Williams, you know, like <laughs> any one of those guys could fall to you except for, you know, Garrett Wilson probably hasn't fallen or Drake London. I've the just, got, I guys, just got I just got
0: Garrett Wilson at the one oh seven in one of my leagues.
1: Damn, nice. Nice. So you
0: never know. You never know. Yeah? These these drafts right. have been really weird.
1: Yeah, it's also jumbled up. The 108 is in the zone, though, right? I would yeah. not. Plus, I mean, plus, like, you, you're basically getting, you're giving away Michael Thomas for nothing. Just for the perce- the perception now that, oh, the 2023 draft is the greatest thing. Guess what? When we're in season and Michael Thomas is catching passes and, and um, you know, is putting up his 110, 120 catch season, that draft next year is going to mean shit to these people trying to win championships, okay? So that's when Michael Thomas is valuable, not now. Yep. Yeah, that's giving him away.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he's a, he's at least worth a wait. You know, unless yes. unless you're projecting that 23 first as the 101 or something close to it, then I can I can see, I can justify it in my head and saying, okay, I can get, you know, the first running back available, um, you know, next year. And, and, you know, if somebody has a god-awful team or they're in a complete, shit rebuild then yeah i mean i get it but if you're if you're talking about a mid a mid 23 first or late 23 first that's a bit rich for me you're making a mistake oh yeah
1: no it's 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 you're buying into the 23 first hype and you're giving away michael thomas for nothing like i said yeah i mean i yeah like i said juju is another perfect example of that so and alan robbins is another example so these are guys that got perceived Bumps in value by their landing spot and free agency, but you're not getting that now. There's no urgency right now. Nobody's scoring points right now, so they're they don't under they don't care, right? It's it's when people are feeling the pressure to improve their roster because they're not scoring enough points and they're a middle or um, you know they're at the top of it, but they think there's another team better than them and they have to get better. That's when Juju on KC. That's when you trade him, right? And that's you know, when you, you trade Allen sneaky... Robinson on the Rams. And those those are both absolute sells in season, by the way. But go on.
0: You know, it's a sneaky uh, kind of idea to, to to keep in mind when you're making trades or when you're thinking about these players, these Michael Thomas kind of players. Mm-hmm. In my experience, I'm in a few in a few high dollar leagues, and when you get close to playoff time in these high dollar yeah. leagues. Hell people yeah. are trying to make moves and they're willing to give up a lot because yep. they want, they see that money and they want it. Yep. Right.
1: And I did if, it. if you can, I did it.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: I. People do it all the time. And if you can hold on to these Michael Thomas's, these Cortland Sutton's um, you know, the Allen Robinson's mm-hmm. until they get into their offense and they start having a few weeks of production and they start flashing a little bit and that offense still looks good. Right. With the Rams and, Yep. Um and Russ over there
1: with the Broncos now, Jarvis Landry I mean, is now on that list. Yeah, I mean
0: you can get you can get some stuff if you're in these leagues. You just got to wait yep. till the right time because these yep. guys, I mean the money's going to blind them. The money's going to blind them, and they're going to make stupid moves. If you're Absolutely. in if you're in a if you're in a a league that's maybe like a you know one of those twenty dollar league or fifteen dollar leagues that some some people join up and stuff, um, then maybe maybe those players don't maybe people well, are saying okay
1: also depends on the prestige of the league though so like in in patreon leagues they're not worth a lot in dwz patreon leagues they're 20 dollar entry fees all of them but <laughs> i mean it's a huge community that we have and to be able to hold over everyone's head that i won this league is huge yeah. i mean yeah. I, have, I
0: mean that's a that's a special its own thing though right yeah like, but, not many but, people but have that and if you don't have that and you're in a bunch of 20 dollar leagues that you know people just really don't you know they're just constantly yeah. rebuilding every year and all that kind of stuff. Find yourself to I mean, get yourself over to the Patreon because
1: people try to win these leagues. People are
2: competitive, right
0: people want the bragging rights, and, and, and these, you gotta get there, man.
1: These leagues are so cutthroat and competitive. And we have and they're active as hell. You know, I, I always say we had that that Patreon four day where we had 20, 30 trades in a day. It yeah. was nuts. You know, and that I mean it hasn't quite been that like that this off season because of this rookie class it's such a downer the perception on this rookie class but I guarantee in three years we're gonna look back on this rookie class and we're gonna be like wow those eight dudes were hits you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there there are definite there's there's definite talent in this league it's just i mean in this draft it's just figuring it out <sighs> so one thing i wanted to to just bring up real quick before I forget, I'm looking at the note right now. So we, we've been talking about Jeremy Ruckert all throughout this process. Um, Paul Pretty Cheesy from DLF was the first guy that I heard compare him to Kittle. Do you do you agree with that? Like comparison? Do you think he can be Kittle?
0: I don't really ever like the you know this guy is Kittle, this guy's AJ Brown,
1: this guy's Josh Allen.
0: You know the Josh uh-huh. Allen leap, like I. I just really don't buy into any of that kind of stuff because that's like, you know, the, the 1% of the 1%, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't happen very often. Um, So to get that. But if you get a guy
1: in the fourth, fifth round.
0: No, I'm not saying he's not a great player. Jeremy Ruckert's my tight end too. I I love him. Right. I just, I mean, does he have a ceiling up there with kill? I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a really high projection. I mean, you're talking about, you know, at, at one point, arguably the the most relevant valuable dynasty tight end in in the league right so right I mean that's kind of hard to predict but to say that his skill set is similar as far as what he does well and maybe what he what he needs to work on a little bit and, and well in the in
1: way. the situation where um, he he's this uh, very athletic tight end that just wasn't asked to be an like a, a pass catcher in college.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's 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 very good. He's very good. He's going to find space. He's he's pretty athletic, very mm -hmm. athletic. Um, He's a good blocker. He's going to be able to stay on the field. He's not going to have a ton of competition. I don't care who the Jets brought in. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I like everything about him. I think he's a steal wherever you can get him in in the late third, um, fourth round where where he's been going. At least, I mean, I began him in
1: the fifth. The other I, I was getting
0: him in the fifth early on, but like lately, he's been going. He's been going earlier for me. The last yeah. few drafts I've done, he's been going earlier. So I don't know if people are starting to catch on or what, but you know, it's one of those things too. Like Mechie was going earlier, you know, early on, and now he's dropping for some reason, um, over into the mid and late second. So
1: yeah. So I was I I've been. I couldn't remember if he was a four or five star uh, prospect. He was a four, like a four and a half from two four seven. He was a ninety eight point nine eight one. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's a really really high um, caliber prospect coming into college, and he, it's and again, it's not like he disappointed at Ohio State. He was a, a very good blocker for them, um, but it probably translates to a to a good blocker that. Could turn into a, an excellent blocker in the NFL. Actually, he yeah. just needs to refine himself. And, and yeah, he had you know, like 150 yards or
0: something last year on like you know right. 15 just, receptions or something stupid. Wasn't used
1: that way. Yeah. All right. So, do we want to get back to this auction, and then we'll talk about some trades? Yeah let's let's uh let's get into it a little bit more, and then we'll yeah hop off of it. Yeah, just a couple more things. Like um, Malik Willis went for 50 bucks. So, like all these guys that we talked about that went for under a hundred bucks, hundred bucks is what you get for a third and a fourth rounder. You know that's what you get allocated for a third or fourth rounder in this league. So, seeing this, my strategy going forward has to be to always get throw-ins in every single trade. Like those third and fourth rounders are so valuable in this league, right? So for a third, for a fourth rounder, I got Malik Willis and John Mechie. What? Yeah, like I mean, you're late. Doesn't to, even make late, any sense to me.
0: You're late to the party, man. Like, did you see? You see how many auction dollars I had? Right. I had yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, third and fourths.
2: Yeah,
1: right on. That was that,
0: that's what that was my whole plan. Yeah, just go out there and get third and fourths because they're worth a hundred dollars.
1: I mean, I did, yeah. I I did. I mean, it was in my brain. You know, I had. One, two, three, four. I had four. So I picked up two extra, I guess. But I, I mean, I did that with the thought of, I, you know, it's just more dollars. Right. And yeah. also the 212 I picked up because I didn't, I didn't care that it was a late second.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely interesting to think about because I think a lot of players or a lot of, of, of the dynasty GMs, they went and they tried to, uh, go all in on one player and yeah. it's kind of left a little bit of a void in these second round you know middle of the second round kind of guys
1: interesting so it's something to keep in mind so it looks like I'm going to get McBride at 230 I don't mind that I don't mind that at all that's that's where I value him anyway um and I've been looking at the uh 364 that I have left and I'm not sure where I was going to spend it anyway um it, it's really only him and Alec Pierce that are priority players left for me. Kind of like Zamir White a little bit. Don't love him. Don't really care if I get him or not. Um, Pierre Strong's already gone. Don't really care that much about him anyway. Brian Robinson. I could still go. I could still make a run at Brian Robinson if I wanted to. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's some players left. There's
2: some yeah, players a couple. There's some you know, players.
1: a couple, but. Not enough for me to hold back on on the only tight end I really love. No, no, not at all, not at all. You, know? if you love this guy, you got to go out and get him. Yeah,
0: and, jo- yeah, and, and, it, and Joseph Fry still has uh or no, he's he's out. So
1: yeah, he's out. That's why I'm saying it looks like I'm going to get him. I mean, he bid me up 150. So good on him. Good yeah. on him for getting that money off the board and getting a player to wear it. Because like, if if I had just seen Mechie. And Malik and Ritter go for what they just went. Even Dotson was such a was such a value. Um, Rashad White went for fifty one, Pierce for seventy five. I'd be a little pissed myself and be bidding people up if I had the money. You know? Yeah. yeah. You. So right on, get it off the board.
0: Steve, Steve, Steve Gambino uh says Patreon leagues are the best. I concur. Uh, and then he says, uh, "Money's always nice, but it's bragging rights." Which is spot on? Can we get a picture of Chad writing?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's like not Bob, gonna like, uh, like Putin.
0: <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be pretty for anyone. Oh uh, <laughs> no, even and Melissa doesn't similar, want to see that similar body. Yeah, <laughs> we, neither of us should be doing that. Oh my god. That's hilarious. I don't know how they compared my body to like a 65, 70 year old man is, is the best thing to do on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> whatever. When you're what? What are you? 28? 29. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious. All right. So, I mean, I think we covered what we got there so far. Not something I've seen really um, or heard. I guess I don't see podcasts. I hear podcasts. Not something I've heard on other podcasts. So um, I'm glad we went through this. It's a nice exercise.
0: Yeah, uh, interesting draft so far.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, the next thing I want to do is go over a huge Patreon 2 trade that just happened involving one Captain Mike Casper. And the. Oh, speaking of,
0: Mike Casper is joining the stream again. Oh, My. perfect.
1: Perfect timing. Right, I've been Mike, here we're... for
0: like five minutes. I'm just oh. I've just been listening and enjoying.
1: Okay, sweet. Oh, sweet. we got I'm a. Uh... Holy shit! We have a spam bot in chat. Yeah. <laughs> Naked HD <laughs> XYZ F word Tinder. Visit us and be sure. Lots of emojis.
3: Oh god! <laughs> There's no link though. Dang it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> just try to
0: click it anyways, Mike. Okay.
1: Let us uh... know what you find out. Yeah. All right, Mike. So we're going over your. Um, P two trade, which was oh, just oh. huge with Neil, right? So Gosh. Neil, so obviously these are very prominent members of uh, of DWZ Patreon. We got Captain Mike Casper and the. Uh, I, what, do we, what do we what do we call Neil?
0: Notorious Neil.
3: Notorious I Neil, think,
1: but but he's sort of like the administrator. Yeah, I Al- think that's what uh, what
0: Memphis called him in the in the last uh, episode that he did with Jerry.
1: Okay, so. Um. Yeah, he pretty much runs all of these leagues. So Neil gets um, from Casper, Deshaun Watson, Jonathan Taylor, um, Marquise Calloway, a uh, 2024 20, second and a 2025 20, second. So pissed at you for giving him that, Casper. But anyway, Casper gets Kyler Murray, DeAndre Swift, a 2023 20, first, a 2024 20, first. Tim Patrick and a 20 25 third lot to unpack there Mike talk to us
3: yeah I uh I was looking at my shares you know recently with Chad's great uh you know threshold of 30 percent I had a lot of Deshaun and I know you were like hey you can hold until he's playing during the season I was like man well people are valuing him in the first of a startup still or pretty darn near like I don't know how much further up he can go, um, you know, and he's going to be suspended at some point, you know, whether it's this year or next year, at some point something's going to happen, you know, yeah. um, I feel like so that's
1: I, pretty I, easy to write out cause it'll be at the beginning of a year.
3: I mean, maybe the room, uh, who knows, but so I just, I mean, this to, is, I, I get
0: what you're saying. A suspension comes in or something and then that can dip his so value I, a
3: little bit. I just wanted to float out there cause he's my QB three. Right. And, uh, so Neil just comes in hot, offering you know Kyler right away, which I'm, I'm not the biggest Kyler fan to be completely honest. I don't, kind of don't like his attitude. Like maybe I'm showing my hand here when I'm trying to deal him next time, but uh, you know I, I just love <laughs> and and Neil was just hard in the nose trying to get Watson and JT, which I kind of didn't understand because I feel like his team is okay but not great to get a. High end piece like Taylor was kind of simple. well.
1: I mean, that's how you get great, though, isn't it? You know, I get mean, elite players. I,
3: I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, like, how much more points per game do we think if a healthy Swift is going to have less than a healthy Taylor?
0: Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Even if he's giving you ten more points a game uh, between, even if you're getting a plus ten between Swift and, and JT, that's not going to bring you from. You know, that middle of the road team to
1: I guess you know, my team. fear comes in on Kyler though. Yeah, um, what's going on with this guy? He's, um, he's he's the shakiest QB1 out there, if you ask me. Perception, like, perception. Are you 100% sure he's going to be QB1 in two years?
2: Is yes. he going to get that extension I, I and
1: be he, the guy? I, I are think, we yes, is, is, is Kingsbury keeping this job? Does that even matter? I mean, these I are the know, questions I that I have in my brain.
0: Kyler my has done. Five, Kyler five, has yeah. done nothing but be a QB one. Like, how, how many times does a guy have to be a QB one before you say, "Okay, he's a QB one"?
1: Right? Like, <laughs> it sounds like is Russ. he going to
0: have to do it for ten years? You know? Yeah, he's like, got
1: Russ He's got rust syndrome. Nobody ever believes been, in Russ either.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he is short. So
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. They're QB... they're similar players, actually.
0: Yeah. He, he was QB ten this last year and he missed three games.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, well, like, that's part of the, that's that's part of the worry too, is 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 he gonna you know but a lot of times most of the time the
0: whole season like what are we talking about yeah, getting hit, like, most, of time times a stuff, year. most of the time that stuff.
1: most of the time that stuff just settles down and guys just play, you know. It's
0: all perception, man. It's all perception. Like, yeah, yeah. there's there's a tad of truth to it. But it's mm-hmm. it's so overblown. Like, I'm much more scared of Joe Burrow going from high-end QB4, QB5, wherever you have him, to absolute nothing because he breaks his leg again. Right? Yeah. Or breaks yeah. his – shatters his knee because the, the Bengals are letting him get hit another 70 times a year. Right? Like,
1: I mean – Yeah, they didn't do enough. They didn't do enough to improve that line this offseason, by the way at all no no any elite any elite quarterback
0: behind that line is scary it is scary Kyler yeah like the injuries are real but he's only missed he's in he's in year year four right and this is about to be year four and he's only missed three games his entire career like you know we're like we're so ahead of what's actually happening right now it's it's ridiculous
1: I mean I, I so if we're gonna say that you know Kyler Murray and I mean, I will say, Mike, if if you're trying to down tier, you know, if you if you believe in that strategy where you you know you trade high end players for guys that are just a tier down and gain assets on top of it, then then you did it masterfully, right? Uh, because
3: I mean, I mean, is Watson below Kyler?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like we don't know. We don't I, know yet. I have Watson above Kyler. That's what I'm but saying. But you don't. But
0: but you don't know that. Like there's nothing. No, I don't. No, no I don't know anything. I don't no, know what anything I'm saying, about what's what I'm happen. saying. Is like nobody can make a reasonable argument, right? That Deshaun Watson is going to come in this season and be better than Kyler because all Kyler's done is be QB six, QB three, and then well, miss games and be QB ten. You, you did right? just say this season, and I mean. Watson's- well, the, I'm just saying, like you have to go off of history. You can't project based off of nothing. No, right? no, no.
1: But but you say this season. I just mean you know we're we're looking at five seasons with these guys. Yeah, I mean five seasons. Deshaun Watson can have
0: another case and be in prison. Watson, you know, like <laughs> <Watson hasn't> we, <laughs> played football for. A well, year. okay. Well, Kyler Watson can hasn't break his
3: knee. Football for a year. What well, that's a, what I'm
0: saying. Like, yeah, there's no, there's.
3: Year. Is that good or bad? You know, we'll see. There's nothing that we've yeah. seen
0: on the field to say that Deshaun Watson is going to step in. And automatically be QB one every year because that's what it would take for him to be a tier above Kyler at
1: okay. this point. Okay, so but but Swift is a clear down tier from JT. Yes, yes, Swift is a clear a yeah. clear down tier. Everyone is
0: <laughs> every yeah, single yeah, running back yeah. in the
1: yeah. NFL is a clear yeah. down tier from JT's. You know, we we all feel as though he is on the brink of being a, a Ladanian Tomlinson level fantasy producer. Correct.
3: Sure, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, I I, I mean, just hearing that come out of my mouth tells me it's time to trade him.
0: I've already traded him everywhere. So yeah, well, I know you traded him to
1: me, right? For for a buttload, but I'm going for the championship in that league. Uh, I already had elite players, and I just added another elite player. I have a ton of depth, and I'm young in that league. And I'm going to trade that guy after I win this year. You know, so You,
3: you mean after you lose to me this year?
1: In darlings?
3: Oh, he's I not in
2: darlings.
1: Oh uh, no, no, that's the only JT share I have. Okay. Is what I'm saying is I I just bought. Um, but yeah, I the, he, I feel as though he's the type of guy that yeah you know, that like when when you're going after that's that's how you win championships. If you really want to win a championship, you look at your team and you say, okay, I'm ready. I can win a championship team with this team right now. So why not add another elite player and increase my odds even more? Hey,
2: that's I got,
1: so, that's I, when I, that's why I traded for it. Otherwise come, I won't.
3: Sorry. I got to, I got to go in about 60 seconds guys, but yeah. All I, right. Gotta, well, I,
1: I appreciate you coming on and talking about this. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, job, hey, I was just going
3: to say really fast. I just liked what I was able to get back, you know, with a team that has, you know, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and now Kyler with, you know, Swift and Dalvin cook and, you know, Eckler and some other—I think I have Eckler, but some other pieces like yeah. and three twenty twenty-three firsts and one or yeah, two. Yeah, I
1: mean, you have like, you have Kyler have on the block. I mean, if you could get if you can get another, you know, if you can get a low end QB one and a first or two for Kyler, it's a huge win.
3: Yeah. All right, so. guys. I'll try to hop back on if I can after this uh, ride, but I hope I don't see you. Nothing against you guys, but I need it to get busy.
1: Right on. Yeah, Hustle
2: man. Up. Go
0: make some money.
3: All right. See you guys. Later, Mike. Bye.
1: At this point, we need to be
0: sponsored by Uber. Um, <laughs> right. So, so the, the only thing that I don't like about this trade for Mike, okay. right? The mm-hmm. only thing that I don't like, and this is out of his control a little bit, but if I'm tearing down from JT, I want to tear down more than Swift and get more. Because I just don't believe in Swift that much.
1: But Mike personally. has eyes on a championship this year.
0: Yeah, That's but it. I mean, you can still, you can. I think you can still tear down even more from Swift and still get the production.
1: So, all right, well, uh, all right. So, hypothetically, how far down would you go? Like maybe Eckler. Yeah,
0: I would take Eckler in a heartbeat. I think Eckler is going to and out- get another Swift and, and get, get another, another first. first. Yeah, right. exactly.
1: Well, I mean, I mean that would, okay. mean, that would
0: be perfect—the per, perfect scenario for me.
1: Yeah, right. So that's hypothetically, but now let's look at what he actually had to offer. He didn't have anyone else. <laughs> He's only got uh, uh, Damian Harris. Does that excite you? No, 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 yeah, that's
0: not even worth doing at that point. Yeah, like I said, it's out and of his, his control, next right? first
1: is and his next first that he has to offer is twenty twenty-five.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said, it's it's out of his control. So there is nothing right. that he could have done. But that's the only thing. Like, if I'm being nitpicky and saying, like, okay, yeah, okay. If, is there anything, any part of this trade that I would rather see different? Um, I just don't like Swift that much. I'd rather go a tier lower than Swift and and um, which I, I mean, I guess you could say Eckler's really not in the in, in the next tier down. Maybe he is in that Swift tier to some people.
1: No, um, no, he's he's gonna be twenty eight this year. I mean, just how people are drafting him, right? His ADP okay. is, is pretty high. Okay, um, I mean, that's fool's gold if you ask me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I think Swift is is pretty volatile in, in some ADPs too. I've gotten him, I think, in the – I've done one startup this year, and I got Swift in that startup, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, oh, he just felt,
1: he fell too far. I had to take him. I, um, I'll tell you, I love Swift. <laughs> I love the ability of Swift, the, the talent, but he scares me. He he just, just seems fragile to me. I know that's not a <laughs> – I know that's not an actionable uh, – that's not actionable fantasy advice. He just does, does scare me a bit. We haven't but, seen the production.
0: Like, we're, well, we're going in year three now, you know. Well, like
1: we, he was good last year. What he, was he yeah, last
0: year? That doesn't that, – oh, a player being good does not win you <laughs>
2: fantasy football championships. Right a on. player
0: being productive wins you fantasy football championships. I'm not saying he can never be productive. I'm saying for what it takes to get him, right, I'm not paying that. Right for the production he's given thus far.
1: There's like, no I'd rather way take a shot. Yeah. There's
0: no I know yeah, I'd rather to. go out and get a, I'd rather go out and get a guy that I may necessarily believe in a little bit less than Swift even, and then go and get a 23 first and try to get a running back in that draft class and take another blind shot at that draft uh, class.
1: All right. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk. All right. So let's talk for real. I have Swift in a league that I won last year. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be would it be reasonable to trade him for the 102 and a 2023 first
2: yeah uh, I mean, he doesn't
1: have a 2023 first a 2024 and a 2023 second am i asking for too much no, so I'm ken ken walker it. and then those two picks is that reasonable
0: I don't think that's too much. I also don't know that I would do that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Should I?
0: Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would do that. I think I would want more for Swift. Hmm. But I, I'm also just not a really big believer in Kenneth Walker either. You know, he. I had him. Um, I, I don't
1: think he's. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on.
0: I had him RB3 and then also with Seattle's backfield. Like, I just kind of want to see it a little bit first.
1: Seattle's um, backfield is garbage. I mean. It's Gar. You don't think Rashad Penny's going to stay healthy, right?
0: I, mean, I don't know. Like there's a there's a there's a world where Rashad Penny is splitting carries with uh
1: yeah. with, with Walker this year. You know? Yeah, but not not next year. I mean, everybody I mean, said that about Javante uh, Williams, right? No, but well, I, are they going to resign Rashad Penny? This is his last year on his contract.
0: They
1: were shot. They resigned um, uh,
0: Melvin Gordon, and nobody thought that was going to happen either. Like the running back market, that was most people did not think that was going to happen. Javante, well, and most Williams people Price hoped
2: it wasn't going to happen.
0: No, but that's it's exactly the same thing, right? Yeah. Because that's all. That's what in in the world of dynasty, what everybody thinks is going is going to happen is what everybody hopes is going to happen, right? Mm. That's just how people work in this field. That's so, a great point.
1: That is a yeah. great point. That's one of the best things I've heard in a long time. Yeah, that's so, so true.
0: Javante Williams right his price spiked because people hoped they wouldn't sign Melvin Gordon and so then people thought they wouldn't sign Melvin Gordon they talked themselves into it and then when they signed Melvin Gordon then his price tanks again and then now you know he's he's a pretty good buy in my opinion but I mean well yeah
1: absolutely Javante Williams is absolutely a good buy right now if you can get him I, I would say though that well first of all people that own Javante Williams love him and they're just looking at Melvin Gordon as a speed bump and they're not, you're still not going to be able to get him for the most part. You know, you might find the, the stray owner out there that's panicking a little bit, but people love people. If you have Javante, you love Javante and you are just waiting for that breakout and you're not trading, him. you're not trading them now. So I, I, I feel like that's just sort of one of those players where, where people just have too much heart. But also, I want to make the point that Rashad Penny is no Melvin Gordon.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think Rashad Penny looked really good last year. He did uh, look
1: really good for a three. He looked game, really right? good. And
0: so, Mike Penny, Mike yeah.
1: Kinney, um, I mean, in come the on! Chat you says can't project that-, that. You can't project that going forward. When you say that there's a, a world that that happens, you're you're talking about the bottom three percent of, of possibilities. Probably a world that that Penny and, and Walker are splitting carries
0: this year. I think that's for the much whole season
1: than- without Penny getting hurt, catastrophically hurt.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a, I don't, I don't think that's a three percent. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people want to believe It's at three percent. Right. Um, but
1: I mean, that's not what I want to believe. It's and it, it also,
0: it also doesn't, it also doesn't have to be the whole season for Walker's value to be repressed.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. this is what I am saying. I hear like, you. I hear you. Like, I, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to go out like I'm I don't want to be a Jerry Sinclair and just tell you that you know Kenneth Walker is a is a home run 101 pick because I spent all of last night on Dynasty Fever with Brian and Memphis and Jerry (laughs) arguing about this but I yeah like I get it I don't want to so I don't think no I don't think he's a guaranteed thing like if Kenneth Walker was coming out
0: it's, it's not about him being like listen it's not about him being a guaranteed thing like I I don't think I don't think we're arguing the same point. So like
1: I'm no, not saying
0: that I'm not no cuz I'm not saying that Kenneth Walker is not going to be a successful dynasty asset 2 years from now. What I'm saying is that his value is it is it is a high possibility that his value is repressed, you know, at the end of this year due to him hmm. not getting a full workload, him being in a in a class that people are not really high on to begin with, him not being a cemented um you know, first round running back talent, like, you know, people thought uh, JT was and Swift was and those kind of guys, right? Like he's not quite in that talent tier in people's minds. People still think that there's a bit of risk involved. If he goes into this season and at the end of the season is RB 22, 23, high possibility he is, right? His value is going down. Yeah, It's not going to be the same as it is right now.
1: Yeah, it's just I mean, not- I hear you. I'm hunting championships, and I don't. I don't think he gives me as much of a chance to win a championship as Swift. And this is this is a ten-team league. It's super flex. Tight, two tight ends. It's actually not super flex. It's two quarterbacks, two tight ends, two wide receivers, two running backs, and very short benches, uh, and two flex. Right, so. Um, high-end players are worth so much more in this league because, like, depth doesn't matter nearly as much. Um, so, yeah, I, I yeah, I guess all the extra assets doesn't matter to me. So let me ask you this, though. Um, Swift versus Brees Hall. What, what, what would you need on top of Brees Hall to get Swift?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. I really like Brees, but...
1: Mm. Oh, I do, too. Man. But I, I think know. you have like, to add something.
0: No, you definitely have to add something. Uh, I just, I just don't know what. Right? Like,
1: I mean, if you add a second, and I have Swift, I'm like,
0: eh. You know, I don't. I see. young. I don't, young. I don't need trade. to get
1: younger. You know. Yeah, I don't know that that's a trade that
0: I would actually want to make. I think I would rather bank on trying to get 23 and 24 first, um, and take a shot at running backs. Then where I can, I can get the draft pick, which the value is not incredibly high right now. like The 23 firster. are, of course, the value is high, right? But it's still not as high as Brees Hall's value. Brees Hall's value is crazy right now. But in an elite so, that
1: I'm trying to repeat, I can't just trade away my second running back or first. You know, I have him. Yeah, but ball. I
0: mean, yeah, but you can go and get your, you know, your Cordell Pattersons, your, um, you know, guys that have, like, you know, guys that have one year upside, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not um, taking. I, the quarter. I I'm Your Derrick Henrys.
0: Well, um, all right.
1: So Henry
0: It's not it's not about banking on Cordell. Like if you're if you're trading for Cordell, you're not saying Cordell Patterson's my running back one. Like you're saying, okay, I'm gonna go and get three or four guys like that and make it work this year with but, in, in that spot. Which I mean But what you're not okay, understanding I think is a, I have like five bench spots. Oh uh, yeah, that's stupid. Why, yeah, why it's hard.
1: League? It's it's really it's a hard league. So I'm league. telling you that the the elite players are worth a lot more than they are in other leagues, so yeah. I, I don't think I'm trading Swift for anything. To be honest with you,
0: no, I guess just just keep him. I guess I yeah. guess
1: I mean the only thing I would really do is try in, to that, package, league, in package that league. Maybe in that league I would try to get JT. Yeah, package Swift and some picks for JT. That's yeah. yeah, really in that cool league I would
0: definitely try to get JT. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, Mike Kinney, I actually wanted to talk about this guy. So uh, Mike Kinney okay. says that he'd rather get Carter for cheaper.
1: Michael Carter? Um, yeah,
0: Michael Carter.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. I, if you can get him for a third, it's a steal right now.
0: Yeah. I think if you still have Michael Carter at this point, like, you've made a mistake already. So you might as well <laughs> just hold that mistake, carry it in the season, <laughs> and see what happens with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been saying – all off season sell Michael Carter, sell Michael Carter, sell Michael Carter while you can Michael
1: Carter's not been you have been able to sell him in the off season. I mean, um, I've been I
0: sold all my shares in season, in season. but
1: in season, yeah. it,
0: it, I mean before the draft was your last chance to sell him. I
1: mean No, no, matter. no, no. Nobody believed that before the draft. Right, before the draft it wasn't happening. Trust me. I tried.
0: Really? Well, yeah, I didn't have any shares, so I don't know personally. The one so share,
1: the one away. I'm telling you, the one share I have in P2, nobody has bitten. No, nobody yeah. has been for more than a second and I got him for a second. So I'm not selling him for less. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. I sold him. Um, I
0: sold him. I sold him all season long for, you know, first plus. And, and I think I took a first one in a couple of weeks, but
1: yeah, the problem is yeah. probably that Patreon too listens to us too much. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: But yeah, nice. Michael, oh. Carter's, Michael Carter's Michael Carter is one of those guys that I'm just, oh. you know, not very happy to have on my roster right now.
1: Let me tell you somebody, if you if you still have um, uh, rookie drafts to go that are in the first round, um, if you can get a top – if you can get a first-rounder for Zeke um, because people are, like, freaking out and I don't want to take this pick and I don't want to – Offer him Zeke. Worked for me. I got the 106 and took Jamison Williams. I, I don't yeah. think you can I I don't think you can get younger with an old running back better than that. You know what I mean? And he's not that it's not even that Zeke's that old, but he looks old. You know, and Pollard is just like drooling in the background. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. that yeah, and that that contract they'll be able to get out of that contract. I don't know if it's this year, but definitely after next year. Have you tried to buy Pollard any? recently no i haven't i haven't that's a good question
0: yeah he's he's a guy i've been trying to get um i uh i actually the one successful trade that i had this year in moving a draft pick uh uh, 22 first um was i traded out of the 109 right Alave went at the 108 um and it was your sky moors your Pickens, your watsons those kind of guys left right Um, and so uh i went and i traded that 10 uh um that uh that first round pick for uh, yeah I traded the first for um Pollard um and two let me see I think it was 223 seconds hmm. yeah 223 seconds hmm. um and they and one of them should be very very early it's a re- rebuilding team that doesn't even have a starting lineup
1: I like that so, a lot Yeah the second round should be pretty good <laughs> next year there's a lot of talent coming out. I know that you don't like to predict the draft a year out because everybody's going to go up and down, but when, there's a lot of talent coming out that
0: next year. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't doubt that. I just, I don't
0: that. like, I don't like, you know, uh, inflating prices of picks two years out and then saying somebody no, coming no. to me and being like, you know my 2024 20, first is worth more because so-and-so is in that right class. right yeah no. you know like shut up man like- yeah that's bullshit
1: <laughs> that's bullshit if someone like as soon as someone starts spouting any of that shit like even like the 23 class i don't care that that yeah. means that that means our negotiation is now over yeah for sure because sure. <laughs> we, that's we're just we're not gonna we're not gonna come to a middle because i don't agree with that so our values are off and that's fine you're dominant. I'm not. <laughs> so what do you what do you have his value at, Tony uh, Pollard? Tony Pollard this year? Yeah, I mean what you got for him I think is more than what he's or like what you yeah what you pay you got more back than what like you know so I would say two seconds late first that 111, yeah. 112 range I I wouldn't mind having Pollard. If I'm playing the long game, if I if I don't, I'm not trading for Pollard with the 111-112 to think that I'm going to win a league with him this year. Although, a
0: hmm,
1: little sneakily, that could happen. Yeah, I mean, it's, to Zeke. it's
0: in the range of outcomes for sure.
1: Absolutely. I mean, every single running back got hurt and missed time except for Zeke last year. So, yeah, he's durable, but he also played with a, what, a torn MCL all year? Yeah, I, uh, I also don't
0: think it's going to take it. I mean, it could just take an injury for Tony Pollard to see the field more. I mean, if we see Zeke true. struggling quite a bit, true. Tony Pollard looks like a better running back at this stage in their career, in my yeah.
1: opinion. Yeah, he does, in a lot of people's opinion. Um, yeah, I agree with you. He looks like he shot out of out of a cannon compared to Zeke. Like, I mean, obviously Zeke plays a different game. He's, he's tougher and and he's a low like he's more. He's got more power to his game. But he's lost, at least. Well, like like I said, he was playing hurt, so he didn't have the burst and the speed next last year. Who knows how he comes back this year? If he looks yeah. renewed, you know,
0: I just I don't I, care. I don't care about playing style. He just he just looked like a running back that wasn't able to get yards. Yeah, year. agreed, agreed, <laughs> so, agreed. Agree, agree. I don't care but how you he, do it. got to get the yards,
1: but he was playing hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was. Was.
1: and that's verified he had a surgery after the season right so i mean i like pollard I, yeah yeah what 11 112 or two seconds i'd pay for him I, i'd even throw in a third probably
2: yeah
0: yeah i think i think that's a
1: it's, I, I trade that's michael decent. carter for him straight up
0: oh in a, in, a, in a second i don't think mm-hmm. anybody if anybody's still doing that they're
1: nuts <laughs> well Michael Carter's a lot younger so you can make a case for it I don't think, it's I, don't a think good, I, don't I don't think I don't think it's you a good get a case I wouldn't do for it. Michael Carter right now what's that
0: I guarantee you in most leagues you're not going to be able to get a mid-second for Michael Carter right
1: now yeah you know you're right you're right yeah like I said I have the one share I'm not trying to trade him I don't want to yeah I don't I'm scared of what the response i will get you know (laughs) it's going to
0: be the same response you got trying to trade mariota in that uh
1: (laughs) for a 2025 first i tried to trade him for with 10 teams and they're all like no you're crazy no you're crazy i'm like come on man this league might not even be around by then." (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i don't think anybody wants to
0: be the guy that traded away any first
1: (laughs) yeah that's what it came down to I'm going to try to get two seconds in season for him. Do you think that's realistic?
0: Uh, We'll see what happens in season.
1: All right, how about second and a third?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's that's a bit more realistic.
1: I probably, uh, the only, I only got one counter and it was for a third. So I'm not trading him for a third. I don't, I'd rather just keep him. I'd rather he die on my bench. (laughs) And I have to cut him and he retires from the NFL next year than to get a third for him. There's a few
0: players like that for me. There's players that I've, like, you know, missed out or, like, I've spent a crazy amount for, and then it's gotten to the point where, like, you know, their values drop so much, like Michael Thomas, where I'm just like, look, man, you're going to either have to get your shit together or just die on my roster because oh, i not trading
1: you. Oh, that's Jalen Rager for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy needs to shoot him. He needs to plastico himself in the leg. With a gun, you know what I mean. For me to cut him, it's just not happening. Oh, <laughs> and obviously, man. I can't get anything for him. You yeah, know, I might yeah. be able to get a fifth, and I'm not just not doing that. Well, I the Eagles rather... can't
0: even get anything for him,
1: so. right? Yeah, they <laughs> trust me. They tried. Yeah, <laughs> they I'm could sure. not get a. They couldn't get a fifth for him, or they would have. Which is oh man, which is effed up, by the
2: way.
1: <laughs> so. Actually, I want to touch on that really quick because I didn't get a chance to do this last night and I wanted to. But um speaking of Jalen Rager, not like, yeah, some of us in the fantasy dynasty community have paid paid a heavy price on Jalen Rager and it's really set ourselves back. It's pretty much caused two rebuilds for me, right? <laughs> so I mean it's a heavy price, but I want to explain the real life cost of Jalen Rager real quick. So um, Andy Weidel is the Eagles um, president of operations, which means he's a peer to Howie Roseman, the GM. He handles everything. That's not player personnel. He handles all of the business of the team, right? Um, His brother, Casey Weidel was um, the director of scouting and (laughs) the guy that pushed for Rager Along with the area southwest scout and one other, uh, one other uh, front office executive, gone. I was going to say one
0: other former employee.
1: Yes, fired this year. <laughs> These gentlemen <laughs> lost their jobs over Jalen Rager, and he. Guess what? Jalen Rager's still making millions of dollars. He's still got a job. It's kind of a messed up process, if you ask me. But, I mean. The the price we've paid has is nothing compared to what these gentlemen paid.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's their job, right? Is to find the people who are gonna do their job well. And when (laughs) you don't find the people that (laughs) didn't do their job well, then you were gonna lose your job.
1: Yeah, when the stakes uh, are this high, you know, when there's billions of dollars, you know.
0: Yeah, they're uh, they're gonna save the what the seven, eight million dollars they're paying to Jalen Rager. That's going to come out of their contracts. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did also uh, not lose. not
0: something to laugh about. It always sucks hearing somebody lose their job.
2: And-
1: yeah, you know what? All of these guys will land on their feet. They're fine. Yeah, they trust will. me. They were all making six, seven figures. It's okay. <laughs> they lost their jobs, but they're okay. They're all right. They'll live. They, they'll get to spend a little time with their families and then find a new job. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Look at what Je- Daniel Jeremiah did. You know, with his career of scouting. Yeah,
0: love Daniel Jeremiah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do too, actually. Um, I just I, I just like how he... Uh, I feel like he is different, but not contrarian, for the sake of being contrarian, you know? It, it's yeah, real he... obvious when I hear somebody say something that's just real against the grain, just because they want to be. Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah has his own thoughts on players, and that's why I like him.
0: He's a he's a good, um, I guess he's a good middle ground between being that super clean cut, just surface level media personality, but also bringing in some of that you know background, you know, real scouting uh, that goes on behind the scenes. You know, yeah. that's what that's what I really like about him. Yeah, it's kind of he's kind of bringing the 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 more intricate thoughts into the layman's
1: uh, point of view. You know? Right. Yeah. The other person that I that I. I like that's like that is uh, Greg Cosell. obviously <laughs> obviously, we had a we had a ticker going on on Dynasty Fever last night.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think I was up to fifteen Greg Cosell mentions. Oh gosh,
0: yeah, they're gonna have to get a little
1: <laughs> money jar. He's, he's my boo. He's my grandpop. If he dies once he dies, I'm, I'm in trouble. The other thing I brought up last night a couple times, by the way, um, and, this, and this this goes back to our Kenneth Walker discussion, how much longer do you think Pete Carroll has in number one the NFL and number two, this world? Guys. Oh, God, I'm not going to talk about a man there. dying, but,
0: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, hope <laughs> he, I, hope he, I hope he lives a long, prosperous life and coaches for as long as he wants to coach, you know? Yeah,
1: but Tom Coughlin did it for a
0: long time, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and the results were about the same as, as late career yeah carol to be honest
0: well i mean it's always it's always uh, i guess that circumstance was you know coach aging with an aging quarterback you know and being tied together
1: well i i think his philosophy was just archaic as well i don't think so at all really yeah
0: his his i mean this is not no he was he was um I mean, under under Coughlin, they were throwing the ball quite a bit. Eli had, you know, really, really, really good year. That's why McAdoo uh, got the got the job after Coughlin left, because Eli had a career year um, mm-hmm. in that offense. I mean, he threw the ball a lot, a lot to OBJ, you know? OBJ had a I, career year, like,
1: too. Well, I guess maybe it's the more – I guess it's more of the um, old-school authoritarian, like, the way he was See, like, but that know, wasn't even the same either. That's, like,
0: that's just I mean, the that's way what the Giants got it, organization that's what, that's what bounced. That was him in out Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, that was yeah. Jacksonville. Though that was what in Jack- he, he wasn't coaching. He wasn't coaching in. in uh, right, I got gotcha. in, in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess he was just the GM. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like Sunshine Pete's days are limited, and if he goes before Kenneth Walker, who the hell knows what happens with a new regime? You know.
0: <laughs> I just want to know what it? they're doing at quarterback because. Drew Lock,
1: yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Their offense can't even move down the field at this point.
0: They should have drafted a guy. I mean, at least draft a guy like did, and just
1: have somebody behind him that way. I know. would. Go, I might go with Geno Smith over Drew Lock. Yeah, at least he can run. You know, see my
0: my whole thing was with Sam Howell falling to the fourth, right? Like, I get Smith. it. People don't fifth, yeah, fifth. People don't like this quarterback class. The NFL didn't like this quarterback class. Right. But but Sam Howell is not a fifth-round quarterback. No. You know, he's not. So at that point, you might as well take him. You need a quarterback. You know Drew Locke's right. probably not going to play the whole year. You know you at least have a shot in the dark at Sam Howell and throw him in there. And if he finds success like Russell Wilson did, because nobody expected Russell Wilson to be what he is, you know, then – I mean that's what you Hell, should be doing. I with. might
1: rather I might rather have Bailey Zappi, the Drew Lock. Like Drew Lock is a, a player that has proven that he cannot, he cannot play in the NFL. So I would have I would rather have almost any player than him. It's it literally probably the 32nd starting quarterback in the NFL, and there are probably 10 to 15 backups I'd rather have over him.
0: Yeah, I'm probably not going to go that far, but uh, uh, but yeah, Drew Locke's not going to cut it as a starter for me. You know, who's uh,
1: Who's Tampa's backup? Um, Trask, right? No, he's third. They still have what's his name? Gabbert. Yeah, I'd rather have Blaine Gabbert than than yeah, Drew Locke I mean,
0: in a heart. Yeah, there's no difference for me. <laughs> I mean, except maybe Drew Locke.
1: You know, Drew Locke maybe is there's a horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Uh, I I just, it's, it's, it's insane that they have, I I mean, I guess they still can bring in Garaputo or, um, Baker. Yeah. Who cares? This has nothing.
0: This, we're talking about people who will never have dynasty relevancy. So
1: (laughs) yeah, but I guess, yeah, but what bugs me is that it, it now saps every other player on their roster from having him. Yeah.
0: Broncos. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. What are uh, we doing DK, with DK
1: right now? DK is a buy.
0: I mean, I've seen people get him for pennies. It's really
2: crazy. I saw What's somebody treat the
0: one 107 hmm. for DK Metcalf. Yeah. I'm taking that, that, that all day. Yeah. I'm taking DK all day.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. That one Oh seven player has got bigger. Like you already know the DK is a stud. So, you know, there's yeah. huge bus factor with the one. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, well, worst-case scenario, you know, Seattle sucks real hard this year and they take a quarterback next year. Right.
1: Or... Right. Yeah, I don't think it takes much to unlock Metcalf. He's such a beast. Yeah. Um, Lockett, on the other hand, is such a sell. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody get the 202 or
0: 201 or something like that Yeah, that was me.
1: Yeah, oh, that okay. was me. <laughs> yeah I did, in the same draft that I traded Zeke for a 106 – um I when that guy came back up on the clock that I traded that with, I was like, because I had saw him post earlier, like, man, I'm a little out of my depth here. I haven't done any research. I want some uh, some veterans for these guys. So <laughs> all right, F it. Here's um, a veteran. <laughs> yeah, here's a vet. Here's Tyler Long. Here's a you vet's vet. It? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um uh, I mean, well Locken let's let's
0: make things. this um let's make this the last question before we hop off but uh all right cool steve cool. gambino says uh dk for waddle question mark
1: yes i want the waddle side
0: i'm i'm the waddle side as well i think uh you know definitely question marks with both right yeah but, oh yeah. but uh with with Tyreek going into that offense i think that's scared people off a little bit and i think waddle's value has dipped quite a bit since that trade or since that um that trade was made was he trade it? or signing? Signing, right? I don't trade. remember. Trade, yes. Um, yeah, since that trade was made. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't get Waddle before that trade was made. Like you couldn't touch it. Nobody was selling him. And I if they him. were, it was like, what'd you get him for?
1: Dobbins and Goddard. I got Waddle, a 2024 20, first, and Tolbert, I believe, is what you gave me. What? No, that that's, you're talking about now? That's the trade you Over? and I made. That's the trade you and I made. Um before Tyreek went to uh Miami. No, that was after. No, it was before.
2: That because was, a, that was I, I,
1: because I also traded the 103 for Tua. And there's no way I was doing that. It was I'm time. telling you it was af- it was after. Was it after? 100% it was after. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. 100% that was after.
1: Okay. Um I don't I don't value Waddle less because Tyreek's there. Yeah,
0: I Personally. mean a lot of people do. Like it I tried to get him in every league. I tried to get him in every league. Um that I could get him for a reasonable price and I couldn't he was not to be had.
1: Yeah, not I wasn't to I wasn't gonna make that trade with you unless like I mean I wasn't gonna make a trade with you. <laughs> but you knew exactly where to nail me with Waddle. Because yeah. um, I had just traded Ritua, and it's just a, such a natural, beautiful hookup. Um, yep. And I just – I don't I, – like I said, I, I think Tyreek makes Waddle better. Yeah. And I didn't want to trade
0: Waddle for what it's worth. I didn't want to trade Waddle in that league, but uh, it's a 14-team league. I'm competing. Mm-hmm. I needed two – I mean, I was getting two solid players back, and it's a two uh, – uh, it's a full-point premium for tight ends uh, yep. getting Goddard there. So,
1: you know. Um, yeah and, and i goddard. and i'm i'm in a full like deep deep rebuild in that league so you know getting yeah. the younger player works for me and the pick and the and the other young player um it works for me and also that waddles a wide receiver so he'll age better and obviously i needed to get rid of goddard and, and dobbins and a rebuild i can't keep those guys
2: yep yep yeah, like, yeah, in um, fact, oh, in
1: fact, also, the only reason I got Tolbert is because I made you take Gus Edwards as well. <laughs> I that's right. Him on you. <laughs> that's right. I knew you didn't want him at all, and I was like, it doesn't matter. This trade's only happening if you take him. Because you are trying to give me Kyle Phillips, who I didn't even know at the time who he was. We discussed this on air. I didn't even know. He, and you have all, since apologized.
0: <laughs> well, I told you he could go in the third or fourth, and where did he go?
1: Fifth? Did he go in the fifth? I
2: thought he went in the fourth. Yes.
1: No, he didn't. Yeah, well, he I mean, could have gone in the fourth. He could have, but didn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, if my aunt had uncles, I mean, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just letting you know where he could go. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> anyways, um, right. yeah, I think that's a good place to end this thing. Yeah, I think we nailed it. Um, well, don't give yourself too many pats on the back. Well, look, I'm
1: getting good at this shit, man. I don't
2: know what to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> no, seriously, this is good
1: though. You you brought up some really really good points, and I always love how um, you throw out counterpoints to my holy shit. All right, can, can you just throw? Can you just throw up the last comment in chat? Oh please? gosh, Cole. Stop extending the show. I have to go get dinner.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> MacGruber, you're dead to me.
0: Cole that's McGregor all. says uh, James Harden of Ben
1: Simmons. His name is MacGruber. First of all, and I beat him in Patreon ten for the championship, and that's all we need to talk about. You 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 can go flag. Well, I guess kite. he
0: meant or. I guess he meant or Ben Simmons.
1: James Harden or Ben Simmons. I don't know. You know what? Go flag a kite, MacGruber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hopefully next week we're gonna have um, Captain Mike back because I think he's on leave, um, and we're gonna actually play some games. I we have, say
0: that every week. We say that every week. Well, <laughs> uh, next week Mike's coming back.
1: Well, we but, we're, uh, <laughs> let's, let's we're just supposed hold to off until
0: he comes back.
1: <laughs> we we're supposed to have Jerry tonight, but his wife pulled the drum card, and always wife's win. I wasn't even arguing with that, and. Uh we try actually same thing with Dallas. His girlfriend pulled the Trump card, so we they, they're going out with another couple. So we couldn't get him either. Um, one way or another, we're getting a third person on next week, and I'm going to put together the hit rate game. All right. So nice. what I want to do is go back through the last five years and find percentages on hit rates with specific parameters that we'll discuss and um go through some of those players and like you know, what 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 you're likely to get um with the with the top twelve picks in your rookie drafts.
0: Sounds like a good time, man.
1: Right on. And eventually we're gonna get this fantasy court going too, because we have a lot of teams that need to defend their off seasons. And I have um studied my uh Southern Judge accent.
0: Oh save it, save it, Jesse. <laughs> save it. Don't give away the sauce yet, man. <laughs>
1: All right, Chad, man. Thank you so much for joining me. This is fun. Fun as hell. I needed
0: this. (laughs) Sure thing, man. Yeah, it was a good time.
1: All right. All right. So have a great night. And everybody, thanks for joining us. You can find us at DWG, DWZ (laughs) underscore wargames. You can find Chad on Twitter at some point at at some specific handle because he doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) and you can find me also with brian ford on dynasty fever once a week we don't have a day but uh that's about it everybody have a great night thank you
0: later when we add up all those inches that's gonna make the
2: fucking difference between winning and losing